episode 126 146 why'd i say 26 i don't know man i don't know who cares it doesn't matter you're listening anyway i could have said it was episode 19 you'd have kept listening because who cares what number episode it is the only thing that matters is that they keep on coming um let's see what's going on here i have some tour coming up in tampa florida well those are all sold out i think Melbourne, Florida, I think that's sold out. Hollywood, Florida, El Paso, which there are still some tickets left because who's in El Paso? I don't know. Houston, Texas, and then Chicago there at uh, New Year's Eve. And then I got Orilla, 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 Ontario, January 18th. They, those just went on sale. So I don't know when those will sell out. But... Uh, Let's go. And then Las Vegas next year. Uh, but yeah, I'm back and I'm in my life rips hoodie. You can get those at com. Just look at me like this, bro. I'm fucking comfy as shit. Soft as shit. Cool as shit. Just kind of hanging out, having a good time. And I'm not even... Dude, I'm so young, it's crazy. So, and you know, when you look at me, you realize, oh, that guy's probably the fucking youngest guy I know. And then when you go home, you're like, nah, he was the youngest guy I've seen. So, because nobody, ain't nobody fucking younger, dude. I should have a sitcom where I'm doing the shit and then that should be the thing that everybody says at the same time. Where they're like, because you know why? And then everyone says, ain't nobody younger. And then we go, thank, thank you, everybody. And then it goes, And then that's it. And then we stand there. Where it's not a freeze frame, but we just stand there like we're frozen. Like they did in what's that movie? Who knows, man. All I know is. But um every time I do that, I feel like we're a morning radio station. Here we go. We got the Jeremy Renner main attraction playing, and it's Um He's not just Hawkeye. Um, so yeah, I what well fucking let me break down the let me fucking break down this week, dude. You know, I, I got in a... Here's the thing. I I woke up today feeling rested, feeling good, and thank God. I shot my special. Let me start with this, dude. I shot my special uh, Saturday. Now, I don't know what I'm going to call it, but I don't think I've ever had a better... Taping, you know, just the 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 comedy, all the comedy shit that could go wrong. It just kind of aligned. I was relaxed. The first show I went on, my brother directed it. My first show I went on, it was good, really good. I got off stage and my, my agent was like, that's the best first show taping I've ever seen. And I was like, really? And he was like, yep. And then I was like... And then I was like, cool, so we got to only need pieces. And when he needs pieces, he needs pieces. That's all he needs. So he's relaxed, dude. So your boy's relaxed now. You know, the whole mantra of life rips. You realize, you know what? This is one of those moments where life does actually rip. 
So the boy needs pieces, and he's going on stage for the second show, and he's in his head. He's like, oh, I only need pieces. And then he gets on stage, and as soon as he gets on stage, dude, he realizes he only needs, like, two pieces. And that's when he fucking just ripped. And that's when the shit ripped. And in the middle of the second show, I thought, hey, you know what? I tapped fucking, I tapped God on the shoulder, and I go, hey, God, guess what? We don't even need that first show. So the second one was the ripper, man. That first show was ripping, but that second show was the ripper. So that was just, and I got off stage and I go, hey, we don't need that first show. Like I was fucking, the first show was great, but the second show made us not need the first show. Um, so yeah, it was awesome, dude. It was, it was so awesome. So happy. I was so happy, man. Had some loved ones there. Was just happy, man. My brother killed it. Um, and that's it. I couldn't ask for more. So I can't wait for you guys to see it. It looks cool. I had the Jordan, the purple retro ones on. To help me pivot. Um, and let's see. Uh, I don't know what else to say about it. But I woke up. That was the thing. I kept on like. I, I, as the days went up to it. I was like. I just. I hope I don't get sick. That's the only thing that would fuck this up. I've worked so hard. To get this shit going. To get the. Um, uh, material sharp as shit. I did a 10, 11 day run before the show. I did some casinos. Coupled with some theaters. And I was like, don't get sick, don't get chapped lips. Dude, sure enough, the second I got off stage on that second show, my lips go like this and just cracked. Now that's that's Jesus Christ working with you. That's Jesus Christ just kinda just kinda handing you a couple of fucking of, of assorted nut of a, some assorted nuts. That's what he's doing. Jesus Christ is just handing you some assorted nut assorted nuts. Now can I say assorted nuts? Or can I only say assorted nuts? And now that pisses me off that it sounds like when I'm saying assorted nuts, it sounds like I'm saying assorted and nuts. <laughs> okay? But I mean assorted nuts. So that's like when you're just kind of hungry walking through the airport, you don't know what to get, and Jesus Christ just walks up to you and hands you some assorted nuts. Right? So that's what that was. That was Jesus Christ just kind of working with you. Like you're in a cubicle and you're typing it. Maybe you're in a cubicle right now and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I need that shit. Hey, Susan, can you hand me the shit? And Susan just reaches over the top of the divider and hands you the shit. That's what's happening right now. That's Jesus Christ handing you some assorted nuts. As soon as I got off the second stage, my lip goes, and I go, doesn't matter, does it? No. Because when my lip cracks, we know, babies, my lip cracks where it always cracks. And it's gonna, you're going to see that on that high-def camera. Uh, so I woke up feeling good that day and I was ready. I flew from, well, I guess I took the Chicago airport to, uh, cause I was in New Buffalo, Michigan for some reason. And I went to, we, we drove to Chicago and we went to the fucking dude. I, I got, I took my, my tour manager was with us cause we were doing like a 10, 11 day run, Zach Doncovio. <laughs> and, um, that's how he laughs. If you don't remember. And the guy is just the fucking worst tour manager of all time, dude. Straight up. He's always the last one. For, to, to the bus, to the Sprinter van, to the airport. He's like, we're like, I'm like, where the fuck is Zach? And Mike's like, I don't know, man. 
and then he shows up with like just he always looks like he's carrying seven bags even though he's only carrying like two bags and he's just like oh oh i forgot my id he's like one of those assholes that doesn't keep the id in the wallet you know those guys keep your fucking id in your wallet don't have your i don't be the guy who comes out and brings your id and some cash you know what i'm talking about and he'll be like oh i'm a wallet we're in a, we're a casino. We're staying in a casino. We were staying at the MGM Grand in, in Detroit. And I'll be like, let's go get a coffee. And it's in the casino. And he'll be like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and then I'll go down the fucking elevator. And then we get to the thing. He's like, oh, you know what? I forgot my ID. Oh, look, I'm 37. <laughs> and she's like, sweetheart, I need the ID. And I'm like, well, I have it. Man, you should always have your fucking ID on you, man. And he was like, well, I don't know. It was in the bag because I had to, because it was my money. And I don't know. <laughs> And so I, I'm like, I'm not waiting for you, bro. Bro, I'm going to leave him at the fucking hotel one day. I'm going to leave him at the hotel. See, the thing is, he's got some of my bags sometimes. So that's what's it. I'm going to take all my bags one night, and then I'm going to get to the Sprinter van. Zach's not going to be there. I'm going to say, hey, Mike, where's Zach? He's going to be like, I don't know, man. He was shuffling around in the hotel room doing some shit. He, oh, 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 he takes so long, bro. We could be in a green room, and I'll be like, let's go downstairs to see where the fucking shit is. And we'll be like, okay. And I'll walk down the hallway, and I'll look. I'll do the thing where I look behind to the green room, and he's still not out yet. Do you know what I'm talking about? You get out of the green room, and then you walk out. It's like when you leave a room, and you're waiting for somebody, and you walk down the hallway, but you're still looking at the room's door. And he's still not there, and you're all the way down the hallway. Hey, man, get with it, dude. Always know where your ID is, too. Do you know why? It's your ID. If there's one thing you should always have on you besides pants, have your ID on you. My podcast is musical. My podcast is musical. That's probably why I don't like music all that much, dude. But you saw your boy when he used the mic when he was like, pants. Who other? What other podcast fucking host is doing that shit? That's because we are down for a silly goose time, and that's it. And life rips. Now, dude, I've been seeing people on Instagram start podcasts talking about silly goose times, talking about how life rips, talking about using my cadence. And that's fine, dude, because people know where you got it from, and it's all gravy. Okay? But just so as you know, we all know. And that's fine. Rep the cult. Do it. Whatever. Sometimes people use it, and they're disgusting with it. Sometimes people use the way I talk, and they start talking about Blumpkins or something. No, we don't do that, dude. We don't talk about Blumpkins here at the fucking log cabin. I'm a classy guy. I'm a classic man. What's that fucking song? I'm a classic man. Anyway, dude, we don't talk about Blumpkins, man. We don't talk about gross shit, you know. Maybe I might mention you should take some Metamucil. If you're trying to, you know, take some nice bowel movements. But I don't talk about Blumpkins. I don't talk about fucking, you know, pussies that much. And I don't talk. I don't. I would never say something like Grundle. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a fucking frat guy. How many... The guy who goes like this... The guy who talks about a Grundle is a guy who goes like this when something's funny. Oh, man, that's classic. That guy says Grundle so much. And I don't do that shit. You know how I go, man. You know how I fucking go. All I want... You know what I realized, man? When I was coming up in the fuck comedy world, like whatever, my 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 brother and I, we have this way of talking, and it, it, it and, you know, my friends, we all have it. And I was like, ah, I want to do. I, I wish the world knew my language. Now, baby, I made the podcast. Now the world knows my language. Okay, I did it. I didn't know I could do it, but I did it. If you build it, they will come. But I woke up feeling so fucking good. 
I woke up feeling so good three days before my special. I woke up feeling shitty two days before my special. And the day of my special, I woke up feeling good. Now, I got a question for you, scientists. Why does that happen? How come sometimes you get lots of sleep, you feel good? Sometimes you get lots of sleep, you feel bad. Sometimes you get a little sleep, you feel good. Sometimes you get a little sleep, you feel bad. What's the deal? Why do I sleep better in hotel beds than I do in my own bed? What's the deal? Do I need a new mattress? Maybe, but mattresses are thousands of dollars. So that's a little bit weird for a fucking test of something to be a thousand, two thousand dollars. How much is a mattress? I don't know. I'm so fucking out of touch. I don't give a shit. How much is a carton of milk? Forty five dollars. Um, I'll cough on you, motherfuckers, dude. But yeah, it's uh, um, you know, it's it is what it is, man. But I had a good fucking special taping, and it was awesome. And I woke up feeling so good. And my buddy Mike went on before me, <coughs> and he was like, don't woo. Dude, there were no woos. On my last special, there were woos, bro. I fucking hate when people go, woo, you're not at the Nets game. Why are you going woo? Dikembe Matumbo isn't on stage. And, um, yeah, dude. Hey, why are you going woo? Jay Buhner isn't out on this field. And so, yeah, it really pissed me off when they go woo. And they were there was no woos. I think there was one woo on the second show. Somebody got kicked, thrown out, apparently. Imagine being that big of an asshole. He was talking loud, and my manager walked up to him. He was there, and he was like, I had to throw someone out. Look, I had to throw someone out. You know? And the guy was like, he was, I was like, what happened? He was like, he was just being loud, okay? And he got up, went to the bathroom, and he was like, I'm supposed to do that. And he came back, and he was like, where's my seat? And we put someone else there, okay? Because they're being really loud, right? So, you know, so I had to throw him out, and he was like, well, can I just go back to get my stuff? And I was like, sure, we got to get your stuff. And he's like, hold on, you know? And he was like, where is it? And he was like, well, look, I don't know. I got my wallet, my, my money, my ID are in there, you know? And I got it, anyway. We from out. He was being loud, and I was like, "Well, you know, go and got security ball." So, and uh, I don't, it's all, it's gonna work out, you know. And I knew it. And I saw it. I was like, "It's gonna be fine, okay." But, <laughs> and uh, and so he threw him out, dude. He's a bulldog, man. My manager's good, Josh Lieberman. And um, so anyway, tossed him out. It was all good. Didn't really hear it. He kind of fucked. He said, I think I heard something in the first show. I think he might, might have heard him get a little loud in the first show. But how could you be that fucking, ego- I get not egotistical, but self-centered to be like making a scene at the fucking Netflix special taping? Anyway. um, Yeah. So laugh and don't laugh like I always say. They're trying to get rid of fucking, uh, how about the lady that was on, what was it, Good Morning America? Or no, it was a British show, right? How do I pull that up? Where she was trying to get bit rid of clapping, get banning clapping. Good morning, uh, Britain. Basic. Good morning, Britain. Basic. Good morning. Good morning. Why can't I fucking say it, dude? Britain. Here we go. Should we ban clapping? Good morning, Britain. It's victorious. The song. Let's take the serious side of this first. What is upsetting, genuinely, about clapping? Okay, nothing. There you go. And there... What is upsetting about clapping? Nothing. And thank you. A word from our sponsors. That's how that should have ended right there. And then that should have came on. Right here. This is how it should have been. Let's take the serious side of this first. 
What is upsetting, genuinely, about clapping? Nothing. Nothing at all. Absolutely nothing. That's how it should have went. Let's take the serious side. I want to do it again because I'm annoying. What is upsetting, genuinely, about clapping? Well, absolutely nothing, and that's that. Oh, fuck, that's funny, dude. Let's anyway, so this is, what, this, is what it, this is what it does. What is upsetting, genuinely, so British about clapping? To say it like that. So it's actually not just for people with anxiety, it's also... Oh, so I'm mad already. So it's, like, so it's actually, like, I don't... It's actually not just people with anxiety. People who use hearing aids, clapping can be disruptive to that. Okay. It's also people who use hearing aids, clapping can be disruptive to that. People who have sensory processing issues, it can be very distressing and overwhelming to have those loud, sudden noises. But yeah. it is I agree. part of our culture. Hey, let's just go, let's just, so far, I agree with both of them. Let's see how it derails. Isn't it to clap if you go to the theater? Look at this. Look at how, look, I love when people try to be diplomatic about about something, but it's impossible to make them not sound like an, not feel like an idiot. Well, it's a bit like part of the like the culture, right? When we go to the theater, you're going to expect to hear clapping, right? Now, I don't mean that you're a piece of shit when I say that, but it's literally, it's virtually impossible for me to not make you seem like a piece of shit, right? Because I'm saying something that's so fucking obvious, you know what I mean? Anyway, go ahead and expand on that culture isn't it to clap if you go to the theater or you go to a lecture or you go to a performance or you go to a gig you would expect that people would clap yeah absolutely and that could be preventing people from going to those events so far agree with both of them and we're you know 37 seconds in and and your boy agrees with both of them dude so this is great man which is a real shame. So if some theatre... Oh, oh, oh. oh, hey, hold on. And that could be preventing people from going to those events. Oh, okay. Agree with both of them. Which is a real shame. Oh. Oh. I picked a side! <laughs> I picked a side! So if some theatres or some universities... I took a actually... step on over to the other side. I took a step. Okay. Maybe I got another foot. I'm like, well, let's see what this other lady has to say. Let's see more what this lady has to say. Maybe I'll go back. Do you know what I'm saying? We'll see. We're going to be more inclusive. I'm leaning over into that foot, I, uh, into that step I took. Jazz hands instead. Whoa, 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 whoa. And just like that, I'm on an escalator in a full sprint. When you say jazz hands... You lose the argument. It doesn't matter if the argument is for jazz hands. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if the debate is called the jazz hands debate. Soon as you say jazz hands, you lose. Okay, let's just go back and let me not interrupt what you said. That people would clap. Yeah, absolutely, and that could be preventing people from going to those events. Which is a real shame. So if some theatres or some universities say, actually, we're going to be more inclusive and do jazz hands instead. That'd be lovely. Oh, More people could get involved. And then what would... Oh, wow. Did you hear the guy? The other guy? He went, oh, oh, oh. Just... <laughs> oh, my God. That was amazing. I never heard that yet. Oh, oh, oh. Someone is this stupid. Okay. Um... <laughs> oh, 
my God, dude. Oh, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Okay. And do jazz hands instead. That'd be lovely. More people could get involved. And then what? He literally goes, oh, my. Oh, my. Oh. (laughs) Just hurt himself, literally, when she said that. She said it. He goes, oh, oh. Oh, oh, okay. It's going to be okay. I just have to breathe. What would be the pe- I hope I die before this actually implements. Penalty if you clapped. I don't think there's going to be Look at a- that. people could get involved. And she then gets- what would be the penalty if you clapped? What if she'd said tasers? Tasers and we throw baloney at your face. I don't think there's going to be a penalty, frankly. I don't think anyone's going to say, like... Now, I like how that lady came back in and, like, was kind of like, listen, it's not going to be, you know, okay, it's not going to be, you know. I like how the, I like how she's arguing. She's arguing for the wrong thing, and we all know it. You need to leave, but if you... Oh, uh, the guy came in again with... Yeah, of course, they're not going to leave. They're not going to be asked to leave. This is how we've been dealing with our society for so long were persisting with clapping even though you've been requested to do something that's not very polite is it like i think people understand if you're requested to do something in a specific context you can do it would it stop you and if you were somewhere and you felt the urge to clap someone and yet they'd said we don't clap here oh that guy dude oh every fucking syllable he said was the same note that guy was unreal I'm not even talking about the fucking thing anymore. The clapping and not clapping. That guy was so angry that he was trying to control his voice with, w- and he did it too hard the other way. It was everything was one note. <laughs> even though you've been requested Listen to do to the something mo- that's one note. Not very polite, is it's it? It's one note, like, Nigel. I think people understand if you're requested to do something in a specific context, you can do it. Would it- He's like, I'm so mad. Okay, let's just calm down. Let's not try to get a rise up my voice. Let's be. Let's do this. Come on, Nigel. Stop you, and if you were somewhere and you felt the urge to clap someone, and yet they'd said, We don't clap here. Ah! What if you were somewhere and someone felt the urge to clap, and then someone said, We don't clap here? And then it says, like, You did it, Nigel. Well, the, no, it wouldn't. But what we don't do is completely restructure society and completely uh, change societal norms in order to accommodate the sensibilities of a few people. It's yeah. interesting, just yeah. reading um, yeah. a story about yeah. this on, uh, yeah. on the BBC News website, um, an individual called Hannah from Weymouth and Dorset does... She struggles with loud noises like clapping. Cool. Um, she was diagnosed with autism when cool. she was 23. She says, I don't agree with a ban on clapping. Uh-huh. Instead, let's raise awareness of autism... Because this could breed resentment if other students t- start to harbour bad feelings towards autistic people. Yeah, that's smart. She's real smart. So listen, um, okay. Uh, banning... What? I, I, okay. I got to Minneapolis and I went into a pub or a bar, whatever the fuck it was. And when I got there... I had to get something to eat. It was like 2.30. I wanted to eat at 2.30 because I didn't want to have to eat right before my special taping because I would have been on the mic just like... So anyway, you know, that's what happens. You're just like, yeah, so what's the deal with... Anyway. So I ate at the right time. And when I was there, I was in a fucking place and there was a really big local you know, football game that was playing. Now, did it make me mad? 
that it wasn't a professional team even. Yes, you know, but it wasn't. So were they, were there old men cheering for fucking, you know, 19 year olds on a field throwing a ball around? Yes. Did that make me feel like life was hopeless? Yes. Is it all right? Sure. Because life rips regardless. So I was there. I ordered a turkey club. You know how we do. I like to keep it fresh. Even though that's what I, I get a lot, I hadn't I got it for a long time. So I got the turkey club, and I was like, this is going to be the great thing before I, the meal, before my, meal before my special, right? So this football game was going on. People were watching it. I step in. I sit down. I order. As soon as I start ordering, people are fucking, rah, rah, fuck yeah, there he is, and screaming. Now, did that make me mad? Yes. Did I feel it in my heart? Of course. Did my chest tighten up? Yes. Was I trying to do everything I could from getting into a bad mood? Yes. Did I somehow open the door on the bad mood? Yeah, I did. Then did I think, oh, shit, I don't want to be in a bad mood while I'm taping my special, so let's calm down. Now, these are all the things that are going on in my head while these fucking assholes are just having a good time watching the football game, right? They're screaming. Now, I didn't, did I mention that, guy, that the guys screaming at the TV also were in tailcoats and top hats? Did I mention it? Well, they were. I don't know why. Were there two guys dressed the same? Yeah. Well, I guess they were fucking working for the hotel or some other hotel or some shit. I have no idea. But they were so loud screaming at the fucking team. <clears throat> and other people were like, what the fuck is going on? Now, I got, I got mad. And I was genuinely thinking, am I one of these fucking people that can't stand clapping? And then I thought, well, no, I'm not. But if I was, I would just stay home or go and deal with it. People like this are just never going to, that's not going to happen. Why are they saying that this is what they want? They're like, well, we think, you know, people should literally, it, it's like, they're, why don't they just get rid of their arms? In all, in all honesty, I think that it would be a better society if they uh, get rid of their arms. You know, this way they don't have to, they, they can't clap, right? And then people can go, you bend it too far one way. And But by the way, this this just made probably, I don't know how big, it, it's just 55,000 people saw this on the Good Morning Britain show. Uh, so out of 55,000, I would say it probably made maybe 150 people sway their vote to Trump. You know? So. I just, I mean, so fucking silly. And then I looked on the girl's Twitter and she was like, well, I'm getting properly dragged, aren't I? Yeah, you're getting properly dragged. It's British. Uh, dude, check this out. Life rips, but guess what? Under it all, life rips as well. So not only do I have the life rips hoodie on, I also got the life rips shirt on. Because life rips whether you fucking, no matter what layer you got on. And that's not even a commercial. That's the truth. Um, wow. Wow. Um, I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. I'm checking texts because I got to be respectful on you, dude. I can't not be me. The real me checks his texts. And when you come to this podcast, you get the real me. The real me sometimes fucking rolls his sleeves up. It gets fucking gully. That's what he does, dude. Do I know what it means? No. Did I fucking hear uh, Tay Diggs say it in a movie? Yeah. So I'm getting gully. Been working out, dude. Nobody can stop me on that. I, work in, I fucking work out. I fucking work out, and I push it to the limit, dude. I really do push it to the limit. Especially when I got my train to Rocco, dude. I push it to the fucking limit. I sincerely push it to the fucking limit. 
I did legs yesterday. Do you understand me? I fucking did squats. I did uh, uh, split squats. I did zombie lunges. And I did fucking those butt ones where you fucking... I don't know what it is, but you put the bar over your, 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 your penis and then you fucking thrust upwards. Bro, and it hurts your dick sometimes. But I fucking went through it. I go. I go downtown. I go downtown. I take my hand. I put it downtown under the fabric. I fix my penis. Because if I don't do that, then my penis gets fucking rocked by the 45-pound bar. You can't get your penis rocked by the 45-pound bar. Anyway, dude. Rough and rugged, unpolished, and hardcore. That's me, dude. Gully. Me and Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs goes to my gym, by the way. Shut up, Butters. You're an incel. And um, so, yeah. So, dude, uh, I fucking worked out so hard. My legs are so sore. And I'm going to do chest today. And I'm going to do back today, dude. I'm going to walk around like a goddamn turtle. Uh, uh, dude, people see me. They're like, is that fucking Crystalia or two turtles hugging? Because his back's like that and his front's like that? Dude, is he coming or going? Is that two turtles hugging? What the fuck? Is that Delia or two turtles hugging, dude? I don't know, man. I don't know if it's that or if they're filming fucking... They're filming The Hobbit. Because I swear I see a camera crew on those fucking mountains. Dude. If you listen closely, if you listen closely to my back, you can hear uh, Jake Gyllenhaal say, I can't quit you because that's a that's an open range, dude. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, I woke up feeling good today. God, Zach always forgets his idea. It's so annoying. I got. I'm going to take a break, though, dude. I'm not even going up this week. How about that, dude? I've never done that. I never called in for. I never not. I never didn't call in for spots for a whole week in L.A. And I'm doing it now. And I'm doing it now because I deserve it. And I deserve to kick back and relax and lay my feet and just fucking understand that I'm going to be stretched out like a tall drink of water the whole time. Okay. Um. I need to start doing it. I saw Kevin Hart came back and he, you know how, man, that guy works fucking hard as shit. Everything with that guy's a movie. He came back and he's like, you know, sometimes you have to do this to do that. You know, he's one of those guys that always says, does that kind of thing. Well, sometimes you got to do this to do that. Sometimes you got to do that to realize this, you know, and that's what happens. But he's the hardest working motherfucker, dude. Even when that guy's that, sometimes that guy will post an Instagram of uh, an, an Instagram of his family on vacation, and it still looks like it's work. He's like, I feel like that's how he goes on vacation. He's just like, this is how we're going to do it. All right, we're going this way. We're going. Come on, get in the car. Get in the car. We're going to the airport. We got this. We got this. We got to make this happen. Come on, come on, my family. And then he's in the th- jump in the pool. Come on, here we go. Get on the suits. We're doing this. We got this, man. Jump in. There we go. We are having fun. That's how I feel like Kevin Hart does vacation because he because he can bear because I feel like he convinces himself that it's part of something that he has to do to make his work better because that guy works so hard. We're in the ocean now. You having fun? Get in. Are you having fun? Yes. Good. This is part of life. And after this, we're going to go to a nice dinner. Do you understand? Eat it. Do you like that? Hell yeah, because we're having a good time because this is what life is about. Eat it. Have a good time. Do you want dessert? Yes. Indulge. I feel like that's what he's like. 
working even on vacation. This is good. This is good for our family. Do you understand? <laughs> this is good for our family. We are building. We are building. Um, so, yeah. So, mm-mm. it's just all sorts of shit. Um, man, there's a lot of stuff that happened this week, though. How about fucking Matthew McConaughey on Instagram? Did you see this? Speaking of Instagram. When people come to my page. Kay, Kay, Kay. I mean, dude, you know, you, you know, I talk, I think I talked about Garth Brooks on the fucking, I know Segura talks about with uh, Christina a lot on their thing about Garth Brooks. But, um, I mean, that shit, it's just the way I am. This is another Garth Brooks. I don't, it's funny, man. These guys get so famous and. I, I think Matthew McConaughey is fucking awesome, you know? I, 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 I fucking love him. He's a great actor. Seems like a cool guy. Seems like he loves being a guy's guy. Seems like he fancies himself that way. Like he's just like, hey, man, I know I'm a fucking Oscar winner, but you know me. You know me. It'd be hard-pressed not to find me out in an open field somewhere with some tall grass. You know? Yeah, man. That's just me. I, I, drink, a, I drink beer. That's me. Him and Jason Momoa, like if they hung out together... It would be like the two fucking most guyiest guys that like would try to be proven that they're the most guyiest guys. Jason Momoa would be like, "Well, you know, I have an axe," and McConaughey would be like, "Yeah, man, I, that's funny. Yeah, I have an axe too. I have a few axes actually." And Momoa would be like, "No, but I made mine." And 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 McConaughey would be like, yeah, yeah, that's funny, man. Yeah, I remember making my axes in the eighties, and I made a um, what was it? I made a bow and arrow to go hunt because we eat we eat whatever we kill. Yeah, I haven't eaten a meal store bought. Man, it's been since the eighties, and then Moe was like. Yeah, I was born, it was when I was born, but I don't think I've ever eaten a store-bought meal, actually. I remember when I was three, my first word was, uh, let's kill something and eat it. McConaughey's like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that I was there. You didn't say that, did you? No, you weren't there because uh, it's in this remote area. And then he cuts him off. He's like, yeah, that remote area in that island that uh, where we just build everything. <laughs> anyway. I want him to see, see me. Uh, um, <laughs> okay. Here we go. When people come to my page, I want them to see, see me. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, this is my first... <laughs> venture into sharing myself and my views with the world and I'm a little bit nervous about it um, because quite frankly I, I'm, I'm I'd like I know I want to have a monologue I'm not sure I want to have the dialogue <laughs> but first of all what's this fucking thing that white really white successful famous like uh uh, um, actors get where they're it's like they say some shit and just so many people have been yesing them that they'll do some sh- say some shit and just howl after it like Tom Cruise and the fucking Oprah thing 
Like Tom Cruise is there, Matthew McConaughey is there, like movie stars get there. You know? They'll just be like, You guys hungry? And they'll be like, Yeah, yeah. They'll be like, What do you want to eat? And they'll be like, I don't know, maybe uh maybe a chicken or something. <laughs> and they're like, Oh man, he's so regular. That's what Zach Doncovio does and he's not even famous. He laughs at everything. <laughs> Learn that you gotta have the dialogue too. Have the monologue just as you have to have a monologue to have the dialogue. So- ah, sir, fucking absolutely a philosopher. Oh, fucking. Looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to uh, sharing who I am with you. I'm looking forward to seeing if, uh, if who I am translates, if what I want to share translates. If it tickles your funny bone, if it makes you think a second, if it makes your heart swell up a little bit, if it makes you take a quiet moment for a walk and go, I got to check in with the M and the E. Uh- Hopefully what is that? With me? Let's have some fun with it, though. Oh! Whoa, dude. Check in with the M and the E. Oh! Imagine that's your dad right there. You would be like, Dad, don't say the M and the E. Just say me. Oh, for fuck's sake, dude. Make, make, makes you want to check in with the M and the E. Oh, Wow. So funny, man. Let's again. Let's keep the high eye, not the low eye. High eye. Oh, that was it. When people come to my page, Here we go. I want them to see see me. Um, look, this is my first venture into sharing myself and my views with the world, and I'm a little bit nervous about it. Um, I hear the whole thing because, quite frankly, I, I'm. I'm I'd like, I know I want to have a monologue. I'm not sure I want to have the dialogue. <laughs> Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. But I've learned that you got to have the dialogue to have the monologue, just as you have to have a monologue to have the dialogue. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to uh, sharing who I am with you. I'm looking forward to seeing if, uh, if who I am translates, if what I want to share translates, if it tickles your funny bone, if it makes you think a second, if it makes your heart swell up a little bit, if it makes you take a quiet moment for a walk and go, i got to check in with the M and the E. Oh. Hopefully all those things. Let's have some fun with it, though. And let's, let's again, let's keep the high eye, not the low eye. High eye. What does that mean? The high eye? When people go- what is that? God, he's out to lunch, huh? He is just eating lunch during that time. Look at the people who commented, Texas football, of course they did. I mean, okay, Vanessa Hudgens, into it, she says. Is that the girl, that, the young actress girl? Yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah, that, of course that is. Uh, the Rock. Welcome to the Gram, and happy birthday, my brother. You know how we do it. All offense. Okay. Oh, Lincoln commented. The, com- the car. Welcome to Instagram, official Matthew McConaughey. Official McConaughey. We think you'll enjoy the ride. Okay. Reese Witherspoon. Woo-hoo. Roger Clemens. Jessica Chastain. It's so funny, dude, these people. Like, I see people. I, I, like, like I say, he's amazing. But motherfucker, that's funny. Garth Brooks shot that. Oh, my God. Makes you want to check in with the M and the E. You mean me? So fucking rocking. Okay. Uh, dude, 
there's something else I want to talk about that I've been thinking about for a fucking week and a half. Uh, and I cannot fucking believe that this is a real person. I can't believe I haven't known that uh, until now. This guy's name is Orange Cassidy, and I tweeted about him. I said, how did I not know this guy was around? I will follow him now to the ends of the earth. And I will, dude. He's the best wrestler I've ever seen. No offense to Dave Batista because I really love Dave. But this guy is fucking unbelievable, dude. All right. By the Dark Order's victory. I'm going to play this video. These guys are out of the ring. Harkening They're all in pain. Back. And then the lights go out. And it's Usually, like, what the fuck is going on? the pains on? out of the Dark Order's playbook. And now the lights come back on. And there's this guy standing with a fucking jean jacket, jeans on. The jean jacket's open, aviator sunglasses, knee pads under his jeans. And you can see because they're ripped because he is set the shit. He's got a little bit of a beard, bounces off one rope, hands in his pockets, dives through the ring, and hits the guys on the outside of the ring. And gets up, his fucking sunglasses are still on. And sauntering back. Into the thing, still pockets in his thing, and gets up, kick flips. Oh, the shit. Okay, well, dude, this, when I saw that, I couldn't believe it. I laughed so hard, all right? And now he is my favorite wrestler. And I will, I will be on his team, dude. Do you understand? Or whatever the fuck he wants, honestly. So I wrote that on Twitter and then so many so many articles were written like wrestling articles I was like Chris Delia discovers Orange Cassidy Cassidy or whatever and I would like to go on a f- uh, fucking record as discovering Orange Cassidy wow it was just so funny to me um, I mean bro this is why it's so great okay Everyone knows wrestling is fake. Who cares? Whatever. That's not good or bad. Um, Wrestling is ridiculous. This guy is so dope, figured out how to be so cool, but also is poking fun at the wrestling world while wrestling. That shit is next level. That's why I like him so much. Because he's like, oh, you thought wrestling was ridiculous? Check out if I don't use my hands and keep it real saucy. That's the coolest shit. And he's inspiring. And there you have it, dude. Look up the video. I'm not saying any more about it because it's disrespectful to even talk about it because you have to see it. So T.I. checks his daughter's hymen every year. Uh, hey, T.I., straight up real quick, you're fucking crazy. Here's the thing, dude. You obviously heard the story where T.I. was on the podcast and he says after his birthday, his daughter's birthday, he always goes to the gynecologist and has the gynecologist check her hymen to make sure she's still a virgin. So, uh, okay, that deserves a... Dude, T.I., chill, man. Let your fucking daughter do what she wants in the sexual department. 
She's 18, okay? Second of all, dude, uh, don't tell everyone that you do that because now your daughter has to deal with the fucking blowback and the aftermath. And she's getting made fun of, dude. Well, imagine the supreme ass you got to be to be like, yeah, I check my daughter's hymen every year. How old is she? 18. We did it her birthday. Oh, really? Yep. And now have fun dealing with that, daughter. I'm one of the most famous rappers. Oh, my God, dude. I would have fucking moved out immediately right then. I can't believe he did that. And then, he, of course, did he apologize? No, right? Can't apologize as a rapper, which is so annoying. What a fucking lunatic, dude. So sad, actually. Uh, but fucking shout out to that girl, man. Sorry, sorry about that. That's cool. I'm sure she's a fucking sweet girl, man. That sucks that he does that. And and it what really sucks is telling everybody about it. Like I just said, it's just like, dude, hey, man. Weird as shit. And then apparently he was on another podcast with his other son talking about, and he was like 14. And the son, or not a podcast, but like a show. And his son was like talking about like, yeah. And he was talking about his son like, yeah, you know, he hasn't lost his virginity yet, but it's coming, you know, ha ha ha. Like, dude. Eh, sir. Sexist. S is patriarchy. T I, you know? T. T I. It's the fucking only rapper you can't Google. You Google T I and they're like, Are you not done with the word though, right? Um I went to uh I can't believe I haven't talked about this. I meant to talk about this on the podcast. Ever since the, I started, I was going to talk into it, but I, this is one of the reasons I, I didn't forget about it. It's just the special went so well after it that I started thinking about the special a lot, but I, I, uh, my, I met Eminem. We, we hung out for two hours. Um, and it was fucking unbelievable. Yeah. You don't know this. So yeah, dude, my agents and him were, and them, their eight people were going back and forth and they were like, Chris is going to be in Detroit. Uh, does M, M want to come to the show? And they were like, yeah, definitely. And then they were in New York. And so they were like, why don't, why don't Chris just come by the studio when we land? So they were in the studio. And Mike Linochi and Zach are like, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I was always a huge Eminem fan growing up. I mean, all that shit. Uh, but Mike, Eminem was Mike's idol and still is. And so Mike's like, oh, my God, I'm going to fucking I can't, talk about it all week. So annoying. I was like, man, maybe I shouldn't have invited you. He's like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. So we get there. And Zach and and we get in there and we and we show up and Eminem's just sitting there, we're like come on in. They come on in and then I, we walk into the room and then sitting there and Eminem stands up and goes like this, flapping around like a bampkin to me and I'm like, okay, this is the craziest fucking thing already. He's doing my impression to me of him, and he was like, what's up, man? And then we sat down and I'm sitting on the same couch as Eminem and we're all talking. And he was like, man, you killed that impression, man. It was so funny. He was like, it was amazing. And the one in the garage where you're at, where you're, where you're out of breath, dude, that's hilarious. He's like, because I, I get out of breath sometimes. I was just like, it was so mind-blowing. And he is, let me just say this about him. I sat with him for two hours. And in like 35 minutes in, I go, I did the obligatory kind of like nice guy. Like, well, we don't want to take up too much of your time. Like, so, and he was literally like, nah, we're just chilling, hang out. It's like, all right, I said my fucking piece. 
So we were hanging out, and he was talking about hip hop, talking about rap. I, you know, we can't, we wanted to obviously. I, I want to do less of the talking if I'm sitting with Eminem. I want him to do most of the talking, and um, and he was just in the best way, in the best way. He was just the most normal, cool guy. You know, you don't know. You know these fucking icons, these legends. Uh, you know, you meet them, and sometimes they have this air where it's like. Oh, uh, you're you're lucky to be here, dude. He didn't feel that way at it didn't feel that way at all, and it was so cool and refreshing. It, he was just a real mature kind of cool dude. Talked a lot about hip hop. Talked a lot about who his favorite rappers were, and uh, we talked about comedy a lot. We talked about different comedians. We talked about you know my act, what I'm talking about, and it was just a trip, man. But he mentioned uh, a bunch of his favorite rappers. He mentioned, you know, he mentioned Tupac and Biggie and Jay-Z and all those guys. Uh, But, man, it was, uh, I don't even know what to say, dude. I kept thinking about it the next day. It was just so cool. And then they were like, well, let's get a picture. And we got a picture and I posted it to Instagram. And I was like, dude, I just, it's one thing to fucking do this thing in in, in, in in my driveway and make this video. And then it went viral and it's another thing for you to share it and tweet it. It's another thing for you to put me on the song. I was like, but this is so cool, uh, and it was just so nice of you to have us come in, man. It really means a lot, and I've always been such a big fan of yours. And he was like, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. I mean, it's so fucking weird, man. Like, I mean, you know, I meet everybody. I, I, you know, I meet everybody. I mean, I've met fucking everybody. I, I, I've met Jim Carrey. I've met fucking... All the, you know, that that was my idol when I was a kid, Jim Carrey. And it's just like, it's a, it's a trip, man, to meet. It, it's kind of a trip to meet somebody, too, out of the, like, I don't really care about music, but I know a lot about hip-hop, and I love hip-hop. And uh, it was cool to meet him because I, I've listened to his music so fucking much, man. So shout out to everyone who made that happen, Tracy over there, too, um, that was kind of dealing with everything. That was uh, Tracy is so sweet, and uh, all the other guys that were over there too. His tour manager, and then this other producer was there too, and Mike Linocci and Zach Dunkovia was there. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, what else happened? What else was he? There was one part where he was like talking about some somebody that was like talking shit about him, and he was talking to us in conversation, and M- and Eminem was like. You don't even know what I'm doing when I'm rapping and doing. We don't even know what I'm doing when I'm rapping. I'm using syllables, intricate. And he started rapping in the middle of of while he was talking to us, and it was fucking unbelievable, dude. I was like on the couch with this guy, and he's rapping, talking to me, rapping, telling me something in a rap, and it all made sense. It was fucking insane. It was such. Imagine that, dude, being on the same couch as Eminem, and he's doing that shit. I was like, what the fuck? this life I have, this fucking career that I've built out of fucking making dick jokes and, you know what I mean? Just being silly and having a silly goose time, dude. And telling you motherfuckers life rips and now I'm sitting on the couch with fucking Eminem and he's rapping to me. <laughs> and he didn't even know that in the Sprinter van on the way from fucking Pennsylvania to Detroit that... I drank so much coffee, we had to pull over to the side of the road that I had to shit in someone's yard. He didn't even know that. And yes, that happened a week ago. Bro, in the Sprinter van, this is what happened in the Sprinter van. 
we're in the Sprinter van, we're driving, and I go like this. All of a sudden, I'm sitting there, and I'm chilling. I'm like, this is really cool. The seats recline, and I'm chilling. I'm drinking my coffee, and all of a sudden, my, my, my fucking stomach goes, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's weird. Well, anyway. Uh, so anyway, guys, yeah, this and that. Mike's sleeping, and I'm like, yeah, Zach. And Zach's like, and then all of a sudden, more, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? It's weird, man. Anyway, so uh, it's cool. Checking my phone, texting. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> that's funny. I'm like, I think maybe we should, um, and then knock on the thing. The divider and the thing goes, buddy, that was me, Butters, you're a fucking incel. And the driver goes, yeah. And I said, hey, man, um, and I think about it and I'm like, maybe I don't. And then, and I'm like, you know what, man, you got to, uh, maybe can you pull over? We got to find a, a, a bathroom. And he's like, okay, sure, man. Next one. I was like, all right, cool. We're still on the freeway. Another mile goes by. There's no fucking exit. And I'm like, hey, man, we got to do that now. And he was like, yeah, I know. I'm getting off now. So he gets off. Great. And we're going to make it. And there is a thing when you're going to get off on the freeway, there's the right and the left. And on the right, there's a hospital. And on the left, there's another sign that says something a mile away. And he takes a left. And I get mad. Because I'm thinking, good. Hospitals have bathrooms. But he was thinking gas stations have bathrooms. So when he took the left, my sphincter went like this. Ah! And I thought, hey, man, <laughs> what was the thing there? And he goes, yeah, well, it said there's a gas station. And I go like this. Hey, man, pull over right now. <laughs> and he says, okay. Pulls over. In someone's yard, there were a bunch of trees hidden. And I ran out, took down my new Kith sweatpants, squatted, and fucking did my business. And took the Kleenex from the Sprinter van. And did my business there that way, too. And then uh, I had enough Kleenex, wiped, got back in the Sprinter van, and used the uh, used the hand sanitizer. And the first thing I said was, damn, they're going to think they have a mountain lion problem. So I don't know whose house that was, but Chris D'Elia shit in your yard, wherever that was. If you see that, it wasn't a mountain lion. It was a fucking comedian. It was a comedian. And it was, it was, uh, and I felt fucking amazing afterwards, dude. Oh, man, how about when you go, when the shit, and you're just like, ah, here we go. Did I ever tell you about the time I went to New York and I fucking, no, there was no toilet paper. Oh, no, I, 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 I took it. I took it. I took the one fire's asking who brought the toilet paper out to you. No, I took it before I left the Sprinter van, bro. I take all my fucking supplies. Um, Anyway, did you see the, uh, did I tell you about the um, time I, I, I went to the bath? I'll save it for another podcast. We're already over an hour. But man, that one was, I should actually, I'm going to write that now. Um, I'm going to write that now so I don't forget it for next time. Oh, man. Myself, shitting myself at the Soho Grand. Okay, cool. All right, guys. <laughs> uh that's your teaser for tomorrow. Um, have a good one, dude. You guys, life rips. Don't forget to fucking go. The restock's going to happen soon. Life rips shirt, life rips hoodies, because there's layer, different layers of life rippings. Text me at 818-239-7087. I, uh, I text, I'll try to text you back, man. I got so many people texting me. but um, Support the show by buying the merch. Yeah, all that stuff. And subscribe to the YouTube channel, channel, please. And rate and review it on iTunes. It really helps. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um... 
And I got my new special coming out sometime soon. Oh, and you uh, is coming out December 26th. I posted an Instagram about that. A lot of people think it's a joke because it's a thriller and I'm in it. But I'm in it. I'm in the new episode, the new season of you, uh, which is really cool. I can't wait to do that. Um, and uh, have you check that out. See what happens with me and you. It's very thrilling. See you guys. Have a good time. Congratulations. Congratulations.